Hey everybody, Stephen here. Hope you're going super well. In today's episode, I want to talk about the I know conundrum and how it's reared its its head in my life today. So I want to dig in deep. Let's dive in. Okay, guys, let's dive into this episode. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the I know conundrum. Now, the I know conundrum for me came up when we were down at the beach. It's summer in New Zealand, as as I've probably mentioned on other episodes and in other moments. Uh, We were camping, which was really nice for three or four days, five days. Um, It was really nice to break out of my experience. It kind of reminds you how hard it is and how tough it is when people are in lockdowns around the world, when you can't change scenery. It's very hard to break away from challenges. You know, I can only imagine how hard it is if you're locked down for a month or two, especially over winter. So my heart goes out to those people um, up north in America and in the UK. It's really hard at the moment, as well as anyone else in similar situations at the moment. Uh, Make sure you get out for walks. (laughs) Try and walk places you haven't walked before. Try and learn something new. Let your brain refresh itself because um, you know I can see by getting some time off how important it's been to me so we're running around the beach we've got a tent and Holly's parents have a camper van and we've got her daughter with us now she's four and seven months old as she is still at that age where every month is worth counting where I feel like I'm at the age where no months or years are worth counting. Um, <laughs> it feels like that at least. And she's running around the campsite. Like I've got a, I've got an intuition. She's neurodiverse, potentially dyslexic, maybe ADHD. You know, time will tell. You know what lucky thing she will get diagnosed with in this amazingly intriguing world. But one of the things that she's gotten into a real habit of is someone can mention something to her. And she shouts out, I know, I know, I know, you know, um, and so I watch her, I watch her do this and she can, she gets into the habit of saying this even when she doesn't really know, or she knows a little bit about this, but she's doing this at the age of four and seven months. And I see this happen with adult dyslexics and adult neurodiverse people. And sadly myself way too often like I think I'm remarkably conscious of who I am but I know I make as many mistakes as the next person I'm always kind of um, forgetting (laughs) to check in with myself but the amount of times I go I know you know like every opinion inside of me where every individualistic experience applies to everything and I'm always right you know I don't need to listen I know I know I know you know what was, you know, this this podcast won't be a long one of mine, but it just got me really thinking, is that, you know, where did she pick that up from? You know, we think it's from, from her mum, says it a bit as well, I say it a bit. You know, there's a bunch of people, especially in a neurodiverse person's life, that kind of go, I know, I know, you know, and it's kind of interesting, because it's kind of like saying, hey, I'm not going to listen, because I believe I already know this fact. And you're having watched my dad say it all the time, having watched, you know, many of my neurodiverse friends have this kind of wall up of I know. I just kind of, the more I, the more I see it in other people and the more I reflect on it, 
the more I see how bad it is for us. It's kind of like, it's kind of like I'm getting too much information into my head. Please stop it. I'm just going to go with what I know, whether it's right or wrong. I just don't care. That's what we're kind of saying with I know. Does that make sense? It's like I can't fit anymore. I don't have, I feel like I don't have the mental room to put this comparison in with previous things. I'm just going to do it my way. I feel it's safe enough, even if it's not efficient or effective, but it's easier than me having to go through a whole rigmarole of, of a fight or a conversation or, you know, it's, it's amazing how I think we can fit so much intuitive thought processing into one phrase like, I know, you know, my dad used to kill me with the, I know, I know, and he was always right, and you know, you know those type of people. If you're dyslexic and you think you've got a parent, aunt, aunt or uncle, also with dyslexia, they're the ones that were always right. They were always, I know, and until, until they reach a level of, of enlightenment, which, let me just say, I don't think there are many that do reach it. Um, or even partially reach it, so at least until later in life. So you definitely probably have had someone who's been challenging for you. So what I'd like to challenge you with is I'd like you to to keep an eye on yourself when you say I know, or whatever your vision. Maybe write it on your hand. You know, get a biro. You know, if people still own pens, I believe they do, and just write I know, and just see yourself when someone's telling you something. Before they've even finished, you've already pictured in your brain whether you can see it or not, the answer or where you want to go. And you just go, I know. Or stop telling me that. Or, you know, whatever your defense mechanism is. And actually say, how would you do it? Because, you know, you know, one of the things I noticed in, in, in a final story on this episode is I was hammering in the tent pegs uh, for the tent. And I've done it before, maybe a couple of years back. It's not a remarkably complex concept, but I'm starting to do it. And Holly throws out some advice. She said, put the pegs in on an angle so that they're easier to get out and, and they're less likely to let the tent off. And I just automatically threw out a, I know, just leave me alone kind of, you know, usual defense mechanism. And I get the tent pegs, and if Holly's listening to this, she's going to love this. I'm not going to say this to her face, so this will be a real test if she listens to the podcast. But because <laughs> she was hammering me about this a little bit, and um, I'm hammering in the pegs, and it, it took one that I got down to realize I was actually going really flat and really deep, so they, they were going to be super hard to get out. And you know, in hindsight, what she was saying actually made sense. It actually. Um, protected the string a lot more the way if you did it on an angle and you wouldn't have to go quite as deep so you could actually get them out so it actually was looking to the future to make life easier and I was really once I once I actually called off uh, and I didn't and I said to myself why did I say I know let me listen to her let me try it I'm now like oh actually that was a better way of doing it <laughs> and I needed to know that and so you know, that's my story of listening to the I knows in my life or the I think I know best. So um, what could you change? What could you think about? What could you listen to? Have an epic rest of your day. I'll be back tomorrow with some more camp. We'll call it campfire wisdom for the dyslexic world. Uh, have a have an awesome one.